Good evening and welcome to prayers for your day and Merry Christmas. This is Danita and as always I give thanks to God for you all. Prayerfully you all had an awesome day on today. We know that today we celebrate that our Savior Jesus Christ was born unto us. A son was given unto us. A child was born we know him as wonderful counselor we know him as mighty god we know him as the prince of peace we know him as our everlasting father many of us know him to be healer many of us know him to be provider many of us know him to be our comforter and the very lover of our soul Many of us know him to be a way out of no way. Many of us know him to be a miracle working God. Many of us know him to be the God of the impossible. But one thing is for sure, I'm so thankful that you and I know him. And I'm so thankful that he chose us to draw nigh unto him. And so we continue to chase after God. We continue to seek wisdom, to seek knowledge, and to seek understanding throughout the month of December. I was just sharing with someone how um, Proverbs has really been helping me. And it's really been helping me um, in a lot of ways control my tongue. And it's so interesting because today is Friday and we know on Fridays we do things a little bit differently. But it's so interesting that even though we're not reading Proverbs 25 today together or we're not necessarily praying together, but we are talking about the word together. So in the Life Application Study Bible, This is not something that I wrote myself or came up with myself, but it's really something that I'm going to read to you out of the Life Application Bible, and it's called The Four Tongues. It says, what we say probably affects more people than any other action we take. It is not surprising then to find that Proverbs give special attention to words and how they are used. So we've read from Proverbs 1 through 25 and chapter 25 starts with wisdom for the leaders. 10 through 24 talks about wisdom for anyone, wisdom for all men. But the four tongues that the study Bible really puts an emphasis on are the controlled tongue, the caring tongue, the conniving tongue, and the careless tongue. So this is what it says about the controlled tongue. Those with this speech pattern think before speaking, know when silence is best, and give wise advice. That's the controlled tongue. And as I meditated on that, it's not just about wise advice. It's about godly wisdom. As I meditate and thought more about the controlled tongue, it really is the tongue that requires us to think 
before we speak. It really is the tongue. um, And it's only through wisdom do we know what to say and when to say it. A lot of times, even as believers, we will miss an opportunity to minister to someone. Not so much because we're not saying something that they need to hear. Not so much because we could even be saying it to them in a loving, kind way. But the controlled tongue, the tongue that has godly wisdom, knows when it's better to be quiet, is aware through wisdom that even though I'm going to go to my brother, my sister, my loved one and tell them something, and even though I have the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding to tell them, another level of wisdom is also the timing. Of knowing when to say it and knowing when it's not the right time. That is the controlled tongue. The caring tongue, this is what it says. Those with this speech pattern speak truthfully while seeking to encourage. That is the caring tongue. What I learned about the caring tongue is that a lot of times people will speak truth. But in that, it goes back to that old saying about it's not so much of, um, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. So the caring tongue, as the revelation that I received it, is the tongue that has the wisdom to know how I need to say this to this person so that they can receive it. And the way that I say it to person A might be different than the way I need to see say it to person B. So the caring tongue is even aware of uh, how to deliver the message and how to deliver the message to each person. That's where the godly wisdom comes in. I was talking to um, someone And they were telling me basically how someone was communicating some things to them and, um, and how they were offended. They were offended by what the person was saying. And so as I began to meditate on kind of what they shared, the person was saying with them to them, what I thought about was what would have been a better way instantly. It was like, um, the Holy Spirit came alongside and said, okay, you've got this example. Now, what would have been a better way to say the exact same thing? So again, speaking truth while seeking to encourage, while seeking to encourage. Sometimes when people make mistakes, We're so caught up in their mistake and what they did wrong. We never encourage them. We never come to lift them up out of that mistake to let them know, yeah, you made a mistake, but guess what? It's not the end of the world. You know, instead, sometimes when people are already beat down with our mouths, we beat them down all the more. Well, well, the reality is, yes, I need to speak truth to that person but I need to speak truth to them in love that's going to lift them up and out of that situation. The third tongue 
the book of Proverbs talks about is the conniving tongue. And this is what it says. Those with this speech pattern are filled with wrong motives, gossip, slander, and a desire to twist truth. So the conniving tongue is the tongue that's full of manipulation. Um, and sometimes, unfortunately, the conniving tongue can also be a smooth tongue. So see, sometimes we can mix up the conniving tongue with the caring tongue. That's why we pray for discernment. That's why we pray for godly wisdom. Because in both cases, the caring tongue comes to speak truth while seeking to encourage. Where the conniving tongue has a desire to twist the truth. So sometimes when a person is, mm, when a person is living a lifestyle that you know is not pleasing to God, right? Uh, The caring tongue will let them know it's not pleasing to God, but you know what? I'm praying for you. You know what? I believe that God is going to get you out of this. You know, I'm willing to pray with you. I'm willing to fast with you, you know, because you, you, you're coming out of this, you know, you're not, you're not going to be in this place forever. So the caring tongue says, yeah, you, you're not where you're supposed to be, but guess what? I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to, you know, fast with you. I'm going to get you out of this. Whereas the conniving tongue might come along and say, you know what, you, you, you're not living accordingly, but you know what, a lot of other people don't either. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, God forgives you. You, you'll be all right. You'll be, you know, and so it's this thing that, well, nobody's perfect and, you know, don't worry about it. God knows your heart. God knows, you know, and so instead of encouraging that person out of their mess, Instead, you're really twisting the truth in a way that you're making the person believe that it's okay to stay in that mess. And even using God to justify them staying in that mess. And so discernment of the believer has to be used. That's why we pray for discernment so we can know when people are talking to us are they coming to us from the caring tongue or from the conniving tongue or when we're talking to people which tongue are we operating in and the last tongue is the careless tongue and it says those with this speech pattern are filled with lies curses quick-tempered words which can lead to rebellion and destruction So the careless tongue are those people who say the first thing that comes to their mind. And they will often tell you, hey, something on my mind, I'm just going to say it. I'm not holding anything back. I'm just going to let people know how I feel. That's a careless tongue. Because a careless tongue does not realize that It's not about you. And it took me a long time to realize it wasn't about me. I thought, well, I got to get it off my chest. It was about me getting it off my chest. 
without taking into consideration the impact that it would have on another person's feelings, the impact that it would have on another person's self-esteem, the impact that it would have on another person's, just their belief in themselves. So the careless tongue is the tongue that really gives no thought to what they're saying. They say it, they say it quickly. That's why, you know, the Bible says to be slow to speak and quick to listen. Because when it's the opposite, where we're fast to speak and slow to listen, we're operating carelessly. We're moving carelessly. And God does not desire that from us. So remember, there are four tongues in Proverbs. The controlled tongue, the caring tongue, the conniving tongue, and the careless tongue. Often with children, you'll see the careless tongue. Because, you know, it's nothing for a child to say, Oh, you know, oh, look at this person or oh, look at that or why she look. I mean, they just say it right because they have not been trained to slow down or they don't know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. But as we grow older, the Bible's very clear. When I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. There's a time in our life where as kids, the conniving tongue, the careless tongue, we didn't even think about it, right? But as we grow older, as we know more about ourselves, as we know how we move, and most importantly, as we know what God desires of us, and we seek wisdom, we chase after the controlled tongue and the caring tongue. And remember, the Bible says that the little member that's the hardest to tame is our tongue. So on today and throughout this weekend, um, and, and I'll be on tomorrow for Proverbs 26, watch your tongue. Be mindful of the words you say to the people in your house, your co-workers, the strangers you encounter, you might just be entertaining an angel. Those who are connected to you, be mindful of your tongue and declare and decree, I have a controlled tongue. I have a caring tongue. I'm a man or woman that is full of godly wisdom. I know when to speak and I know when to be silent. I speak truthfully and I speak to encourage and uplift in the things of God. Say those affirmations over yourself, over your tongue. And then practice sometimes just being quiet. You know, we were riding over to my mother's today and uh, in the car, uh, you know, we were just talking. Everybody was just talking, 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 talking. And sometimes we have to be comfortable in silence. Sometimes we have to be comfortable in it being quiet. No TV, no radio, just silence. 
And sometimes just let your voice not be heard. Move in silence. Move in quietness. The Bible says that that quietness and confidence is your strength. And I may not have may not have quoted that scripture correctly, but I know it says in quietness is, is your strength. I have to look it up. Or you can Google it, the scripture about being quiet and confident. There is power in the controlled tongue. There is power in the caring tongue. And those things come through wisdom. I love you. I pray your day was blessed. Have a good night. And don't forget, read Proverbs 26 tomorrow for December the 26th. Bye-bye.